This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's a Friday. I'm feeling fantastic. I want I want a fire. I want to light a fire in this You're place. You're feeling fantastic. We hadn't done a fireside Friday in two weeks yeah, because we were we were in the locker room last Friday. I need it. I want it. I crave it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Oh. Uh, If you're f- not familiar with this episode of the Steelers Standard, this is a Fireside Friday. No thank you for the fire oh, I made thanks, once Thanks, Jacob. Whatever. Jacob Breck makes the fires. Tom Opferman, myself, just sits by them and gives you great <laughs> NFL football takes as I'm very cozy and warm. But we light a little fire in the studio. I want it to be known that this is a real fire that is lit in this studio. It's extremely dangerous. Our, pr- our uh, production director has told us thousands of times... Do not light fires in the studio. Stop lighting fires in the trash cans in the studios. We have turned the sprinklers off. We have taken the batteries out of the alarm in here. We are good to go. No one will ever know except for me, Jacob, and you, the listeners. So why don't you grab a little cup of hot cocoa and cozy up next to this fire with us while we go through the NFL Week 9 action. Before we do, though, let's talk a little OBJ. Mm. What is going on there, man? It looks like the Browns are going to grant him his release at some point later today on Friday or throughout the weekend. They're renegotiating his contract right now to convert some base salary into a signing bonus. That saves the Browns some cap space, some dead cap money when they eventually waive him. Uh He will be on waivers, though, Potentially as early as when we're done with this podcast, and I guarantee you he's going to end up he, on another football team easily. You can't imagine he ever clear waivers. No, I, someone's going to claim him, which is why I'm interested to see what the order is. It's usually the worst team, right? Like is the, it? Is the, that how it goes? the bottom of the barrel gets the first claim on him. Here's what is hilarious. How funny would it be if OBJ? Forced his way out of Cleveland, and then the Jaguars on waivers just claimed him. Oh, I'm sure he would love that. I'm sure he's going to love that. Although, honestly, Trevor Lawrence might be a be- <laughs> might be a better choice than Baker Mayfield. That that's that jury's still out with Trevor. But playing for Urban Meyer is not that great. Someone's got to someone's got to give Urban Meyer like a gift basket or something. The guy just looks miserable. On the I'd love to see OBJ end up in like Green Bay. Yeah, get him out of the AFC for sure. Yeah, f- great point there. But also just uh, give Rodgers someone like that for once. Well, he already has someone like that in Adams. Imagine if he had two guys like that. So OBJ would have to be the number two there. So you are right. He It is determined by how bad you are. How bad you were the year before. Okay. Could he end up on the Cincinnati Bengals? They're not going to do that. I don't think the Bengals are going to do that. Do you think? Because here's the thing with OBJ. But here's the thing with OBJ. It's not completely just, oh, Baker and the Browns are treating him poorly. He's being a little bit of a diva himself. That receiving room in Cincinnati Cincinnati is clicking on all cylinders. They already have their guy in Jamar Chase. Do you really want to bring in a guy who's going to challenge Jamar Chase as that top dog mentality? Now now they're both LSU guys, so maybe Mm -hmm. they get that little bond going. But that, so that was, was that was the big selling point for him and Jarvis Landry. Exactly, and that did not work out at all. No. So, who knows? Jamar Chase is better than OBJ right now at this Absolutely. point and deserves more targets. I don't know if you want to invite that cook into your kitchen if you're the Bengals. I, I, I think he needs a team like the Packers where it's a Rodgers that's going to be like. Well, good luck because the Packers are all the way at what thirtieth in the waiver order. I don't think he's going to fall. You don't think he's going to clear waivers and just be you a complete free agent? I don't know. 
I'm telling you, teams are going to have cold feet on him because they're going to think at the moment when they can make that decision and claim him, they're going to say, yeah, but he really did nuke his way out of Cleveland. Maybe it wasn't all the Browns' fault. You know what I mean? No, like, I don't that's going to be in their head. thinking it's all the Browns' fault. No. I, an interesting team that's at the, toward the top of the order, the Atlanta Falcons have lost Calvin Ridley due to his own decision to step away from the game. For mental health reasons, yeah, yes. Do you think maybe with also Russell Gage being injured, no Julio Jones there? Do you talk? And do you, the other part of that equation is you're three and four. Do you talk yourself into a wild card position there? Because if you Possibly. do, then you make that move. But if you think you're not, then why would you do that yeah. when you could just try to lose as many games as possible and get a good get draft a high pick? Draft. Yeah. But three and four, not out of it as far as the NFC playoff race is concerned. It's it's top heavy. But four and four is the seven seed right now, and that's the Carolina Panthers, the team you play if you're the you don't, Falcons. You don't expect the Panthers to really do much for you in order to lock in solid. No, in fact, it's the teams that share the Falcons' record that are right in front of them due to tiebreakers that scale more. more. The Niners and the Vikings mm-hmm. that I think are just better teams than Atlanta. But in the in the moment, if you're you know a coach on that team and right up next to it. I bet you they're having meetings right now with their front office and saying, are we in this thing? And the fact that they didn't make big moves in the trade deadline to sell players makes me think they think they can still pull some wins together starting this week in Atlanta, in New Orleans against potentially Trevor Simeon and get themselves into that wild card race. So I, I think the Falcons have talked themselves into they can do it. I just I don't see them making I this move, I don't see them though. making it either. They, they still have to play Tampa Bay. They have to play the rest of the NFC. I just don't see it, Tom. I, I don't either. They have and, to I, play, and I don't see them making the move for OBJ. They either. have to. Pl- they play the AFC East, so they have to play the Bills left on their schedule. They had Julio, and they let him go in the offseason. Right. Why would they bring in OBJ? Of, of what they believe in their team right now. But, who, I mean, Atlanta fans don't care about the Falcons right now. They won the World they Series. They won the World Series. Yeah, who cares at all? You're does right. It does not matter. I had said last week or, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, uh, the day after the the day after the Braves clinched the NLCS, it was Falcons versus whoever. And I think the Falcons won the game. And I said it was the most irrelevant win in Falcons history. Because who Who cares? Who was celebrating that win? Everyone was still ce- celebrating after the, the night before from the NLCS. And I guarantee you if the Falcons somehow pull off the upset against the Saints this week, no one's gonna bat an eye in Atlanta. No, they're not. No one. Week nine kicked off last night with the Jets and the Colts. The Colts destroyed the Jets. It was twenty-eight to ten at halftime. It was never close after that point. I know the Jets had a little spread covering action at the end there. They couldn't get it in the end zone to cover the ten point spread, though. They lose by fifteen points to the Colts. Jonathan Taylor just ran wild, brother, all over the New York Jets defense. Are you as upset as I am that we got robbed of the Mike White experience again? Of course. Because he started off so well. He this was guy, 7 for 11 for 95 yards and a touchdown. for TV, right? This guy, just his whole story, his enthusiasm is, is made for TV, especially playing on a team like New York. And then he goes down. And then he goes down. I picked him in my DraftKings Daily Fantasy because uh, he's super. He was sorry. dirt cheap, and I thought should, he was. You know who you should have picked? Who I picked? Carson Wentz. He played well last night. I had to. Well, I don't. I don't do your daily fantasy, but in my fantasy football, you league, needed a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers on the COVID list. I needed someone. 
272 and three touchdowns. Wins. Yeah, pretty good. He played really well last night. One of which went to an offensive lineman, but hey, it's still a touchdown Still counts for, for you. That's four points in your back pocket. Mike White, 7 for 11, 95 yards and a touchdown at the start. I'm thinking, oh, baby, he's co- he's <laughs> he's cooking again. This is going to be another four-touchdown, 400-yard performance. Then he goes down. But the interesting I- thing is Josh Johnson comes in. He throws for 317 yards and still three touchdowns. damn well. Pick. What do you think Zach Wilson's thinking about right now when both backups, Josh Johnson, who was like a fourth-string guy, have utilized this offense much better than he has to this point all year? Is it? It's. It's got to be nerve-wracking, is it, right? Is it, is, is it a Josh Rosen scenario, like in Arizona? Where they just swung and missed so hard on this guy, and he's not just a bust. He's terrible. And who was it? Was it Chris Sims who said when he was ranking his rookie? He wanted Zach Wilson. League, he put Zach Wilson at number one. He's still pretty. I listen to Chris Sims on a couple podcasts that he pops up on. He's still pretty high on Zach Wilson and thinks you got to give this guy a shot. Still. Hello. Have you heard of this guy, Mike White? Did you see what Josh Johnson did last night? Do you think Mike White? Do I like to rhyme? (laughs) Maybe we can just go by the bay. I just may. (laughs) Eat some hay. If Mike White and Zach Wilson are both healthy, the Jets said before the game on Thursday night they're going to commit to Zach Wilson as the starter. I'd like to see them actually have to make that decision at one point, though. I'd like to talk is cheap, Robert Sala, when only Mike White's the one healthy. I'd like to see what happens when they're both healthy. Preferably, I'd like to see Mike White get healthy for the next week's game and light it up again. I was going to ask, do we know how bad it is? Would it keep him sidelined for It can't be too bad because he was throwing on the sidelines trying to loosen his arm up. I I think it was just a stinger. And Put it this way, if that injury happens to his non-throwing arm, he's playing the rest of the football game. I think the quarter-zone shot that he got just made his arm feel a little too numb to throw the football, and that's why they decided to keep him out. But it wasn't the offense's fault. Josh Johnson came in and played a hell of a football game, put up 30 points. The defense was just abysmal for the New York Jets yesterday. And Salah's a defensive guy, so I'm sure he's going to look extra hard on that extra long week they have in front of him now at what the hell went wrong for them Thursday night. Let's look at Sunday's slate of games. Really quick before we move on. Really quick Sunday. before we look at Sunday's games. You got five seconds. Go. I saw on five, Good Morning Football. Four, they said, three, is, this the, two, is this the win that the Colts one, needed the most to make a playoff push? No. No, but it's a good one. It's a good one to have. However, their schedule does get a lot tougher down the road. I don't know if it's enough, with even with the Titans without King Henry. We talked enough. about this on an episode earlier this week. Titans need to grab four wins to get into the playoffs and get to 10. And, and they we got said the they Texans the and the Jags. Yeah, so, it's, like, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. so it's too much of an uphill battle for the Colts. They can get into the wild card race, though, for sure. Yeah, but I don't, I don't expect it to be a, a good wild card spot where they're for, where they're fighting for seven or six. I see them fighting for nine, maybe eight. To kick off Sunday's slate of games in Steelers Nation, have your ears perk up for this because we're off on Sunday, baby. We don't play our game until Monday, so we get a full day of Sunday NFL action at our disposal, and it starts at 1 o'clock with the Battle for Ohio, round one this year. Browns at Bengals. Bengals five and three. Browns four and four. I does it. The debate we had on countdown to kickoff on Wednesday, Adam Crowley, Tim Benz, and myself was: Do you want the Browns to win this game? Bring the Bengals down to five and four. Steelers probably get to five and three, so you pass the Bengals and the Browns, and you're in second place in the standings. Or would you rather have the Bengals put the stake in the Browns' heart and maybe get one team out of this crowded race early or earlier than you expected? Because Bengals win, Steelers win, Ravens win this week, which I think all three teams are likely to win. 
because I think the Bengals are going to beat the Browns. The Browns are basically the Browns are now two losses behind every other team and three losses behind the first place Ravens and in it's that another division. division loss. I think this Murray. could be the early stake. I don't want to say that they've put the stake in their heart and twisted it. No, you can't. But the do stake's that. there now. And you four and five is a tough yeah. hill to climb when everybody else is at least five and three. Yeah, I, I always that that four four and five record is tough, but I flash back to two thousand and sixteen when the Steelers were four and five and they this won, is that's the Steelers, Jacob. They won their last seven. That's the Steelers. That's Mike Tomlin. All the way to the AC championship game. This ain't the This is this is not the same team, this Cleveland Browns team. I think it's a no brainer, Tom. I think you wanna say have the Bengals. Get win, a team out of here. And then the Steelers hopefully can beat the Bengals when they play each other for the second time this year to kind of gain even more traction. That's the thing is you're only a game back of the Bengals anyway, and you have your chance. Right now you're only half a game back, four and three versus five and three. They'll have a bye week that you can potentially get a win while they're off and, and even things out there. And then you got the head-to-head matchup where you can take care of business yourself. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I want the Bengals to win this game. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and I think they are going to win this game, Jacob. I-, I think the Bengals are a classic, young, up-and-coming team where you lose to the Bears, you lose to the Jets, but you have weird ones where you blow the doors off the Ravens. And they're going to be an up-and-down team all year long, I think. That's part of the growing pains in the NFL. But I do know this. A team that's that young and that talented that has that letdown loss, if they're who they, th- if they're who we think they are, they're going to come out super hungry against the division rival at home in this one. I think Joe Burrow's going to have a big game. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a big game. I got the Bengals beating the Browns in this one. And I know Miles Garrett's probably the biggest key because the Bengals will pass the ball a lot and he can wreck it. But that Browns offense, man, I, I, I don't see Baker Mayfield doing what Mike White did to the Bengals last I week. Do I don't see 400 yards on the horizon. I know the Bengals' defense might be playing a little bit above their heads this year. That was their worst performance ever uh, of the season last week. By far. I think they bounce back, though, this week. I think they sack Baker a decent amount. I think Chubb could have a pretty decent game on the ground. But I I hate to say this, Steelers fans, but Browns ain't going up against the Steelers' offense this week. They're going to have to score more than 10 points because the Bengals are scoring more than than 15 Bengals are scoring more than 15, I guarantee you that. So I like the Bengals in this one, Jacob, a lot. A lot, actually. See, the, we- the weird thing about the AFC North, Tom, is I think right now, even though in the preseason we were saying the AFC West is going to be the best division in football, I don't think it's even close. I think you have to give it to the AFC North as the best division in football. Considering the, the setback at quarterback for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and-, and the 49ers not playing nearly as well on both sides of the ball on offense and defense, they're sitting at below 500 right now. With the Browns being the worst team in four and four, and they're a pretty damn good four and four team. Let's be honest; they have great pieces on both sides of the ball. Really, the only thing we, as we've been saying all year long, that they're missing is a is a solid quarterback, Baker Mayfield. We don't believe in. I just don't know. I think this is this could be a case of a good division and just teams beating up on on each other, and not necessarily the better team wins, just because it's a rivalry game. The Browns. You know, you throw everything out for rivalry games. Records are in the trash. Me. It would not shake. It would not shock me if the Browns come away as, as the victors in this one. The other AFC North participant in the one o'clock window is, of course, the Baltimore Ravens. They play host to the Minnesota Vikings. Harbaugh's coming off a bye week. You know how great coaches are when they come off a bye week. Mike Tomlin just 
showed you what that means just a week ago when he was coming off a of bye and shut down the Cleveland Browns. Harbaugh's got two weeks to prepare for a Minnesota Vikings team that's three and four, but still in the thick of things for the NFC Wild Card race. I, I think the Ravens really put their foot down, and I, I don't want to say they blow out the Vikings, but they're only favorite. The Ravens are favored by six points. I, I probably see them winning by more than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I could see them winning by ten points in this game. I I think it's just going to be a very ho hum run of the mill from start to finish. We're in control of this football game. There's no panic at all. 10 point plus victory against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't shock me. I don't know if the Vikings as we mentioned earlier when we were talking about the the skills of Najee Harris, we haven't seen that out of Dalvin Cook. I don't think if you can establish a run game if you're Minnesota, it's Justin Jefferson too. Not having the very, year that he should. Very big sophomore slump of yes, the year. Yes. And it's not like they're not passing the ball cuz Thielen's, Thielen's, Thielen's doing really, really well. Yeah. Year. So I don't know what's going on on offense for the for the Minnesota Vikings. Defense, not horrible, not great. I, I, I agree with you, Tom. I, I think this game is in control by Baltimore from start to finish. Two teams that have mirroring records, the Panthers and the Patriots, both at 4-4. Four and four. New England going into Carolina. Patriots are going to win this football game, man. The Patriots are right back in the AFC wildcard race. You don't think this is the revenge game for Stephon Gilmore? No, no, no. Patriots. No, no, no. I was really impressed with them going on the road and beating the Chargers last week. I thought that Patriots were starting to get some momentum, and I thought that would undo it. It did not. It just it added more momentum to their cause. I think they're going to go on the road to Carolina. I think he's going to make Sam Darnold see ghosts again, oh. and I think that the Patriots are going to be 5-4. and four I didn't even think about the Sam Darnold. Yeah, Belichick versus Darnold again. Oh, man, if he's seeing ghosts, that spells disaster. I, I think the, the Patriots get to 5-4, and four, man, and that's not good. The Steelers need the Panthers. You need to root for the Carolina Pittsburgh fans. Of course. You, you need the Patriots because they're right there with you in that race. If they get up to 5-4, and four, Tom, I did not see them having this much success this early on. And well, I, I don't think you thought Mac Jones was going to be that good. I did We— I think you were with, right there with me. I think I had a little less confidence in him than you did. But I came I onto him a little earlier than you did, though. Yeah, that's totally fair. But I don't think you saw them being this in the heat of a playoff race. It's just his consi- it's it's his efficiency that makes me so like he's not, you know, bombing the ball a thousand yards down the field, Patrick Mahomes style, double fist, double guns to everybody like. But he throws, he's like 30 for 35, or he's like 20. Like, he only misses so much in the passing game. He's so accurate for a rookie quarterback. Think about it. The Patriots season could look very different if certain things went different ways. If they go they to lost, Cam Newton. They, or, if they, if, no, no, no. If they made that field goal, or if they went for it on fourth down against the Buccaneers, they could have won oh. that game. If they don't lose in overtime against the Cowboys, if they don't let that big C D Lamb touchdown go. If they don't lose to the Miami Dolphins That's in most week important. one. That's most how important. How do you how do you look back on this season and say, How did we lose to Above that team? all else, they should be a five and three football team right yes. now. But they're still really right in the heart of oh, things. Oh, they absolutely at, are. at four and, and you four. if you're a Steelers fan, you have to be rooting for Sam Darnold. You have to be rooting for Stefan Gilmore to get their revenge against the Patriots. And Four and four, Bills five and two. I Bills are going to win that division. Don't get me wrong. Patriots still alive though because they got two games against the Bills. So still, division's not out of the play. question for them either. Uh, two teams that mirror same record in the one o'clock window: the one and seven Texans and the one and seven Dolphins. I'm just kidding. We're gonna not going to talk about game. that game. Broncos Cowboys is in the one o'clock window. Cowboys are definitely getting Dak back. They said so. Expect a blowout there. They're getting Dak back, but it. Looks like they could possibly be without C.D. Lamb. I don't think that's going to matter. I'd rather I'd make that trade all day. I'd oh, trade C.D. Lamb for Dak Prescott all day. But it doesn't day. matter. I think even if you're without C.D. Lamb, 
or Dak Prescott, you're still winning against against the Denver. I think Denver's terrible. We mentioned Falcons, Saints in the one o'clock. Raiders, Giants. That's a snoozer. Do you, have, do you have no confidence in the Falcons to go on the road in New Orleans? No, because of what I said on an episode we did previous. Kamara stirs Just that drink. Good. He's going to be too good for them to stop. Bills, Jaguars. Bill's going to get another Run all win. Over him. Another and a half points given to the Bills. Four twenty-five game of the week was Packers Chiefs. Was supposed to be a heavyweight fight. Our first ever witnessing of Mahomes versus Rodgers in the NFL. Probably going to be the only time ever, unless unless he makes his way to the Broncos next year or an or AFC an AFC team. team. Yeah, Steelers are mm-hmm. on track to finish in the same spot in the division as the Chiefs right now. Maybe they'll renew their. Little spirited contest next season, Rodgers and Mahomes. But yeah, we got robbed of that. Come on, Rodgers. I mean, it's annoying. It's so you annoying. Lie to us about you lie to us, but like, I don't even care. But just I the get lying. It if you don't want to like, get it, but, but don't why lie? About like, it. like, and wear a mask like you're supposed to. Right, like, you you're haven't been wearing, wearing a mask. mask. So Rodgers is on my crap list is, right is now. There, is there a fine coming for that? It should be. There's a lot of people that are saying there's a backlog of a lot of fines because he, Carson Wentz jogged off the field last night with a mask on. Because he's not vaccinated. He's playing by the rules. There's players all over the league you can point to that still wear masks when they're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, Rodgers have been going maskless all year long. But now, it's funny, the Chiefs were home dogs when this game first came out, when now he was healthy. Now they're seven-and-a-half-point seven yeah. favorites against the Packers. I don't think they cover that spread. I'm really actually still intrigued to see Jordan Love. Like It's, very it's ex- our first real Jordan Love game. It's exciting to witness that. But I could see him being terrible very early and that game being nothing in a snooze fest. Chiefs turn the ball over a lot this year, though, so maybe the Packers' defense can keep them in that one. And let's not forget how bad the Chiefs' defense is overall. Oh, it's abysmal. I don't think Melvin Ingram's going to help them that much. No, even though that guy, already practicing, already ready to play. I thought that groin was hurting you, buddy. Chargers. That's what we were told. Chargers go to Philly. It's a tough game for them. they got to go to the the East Coast. It is at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so that helps, but... Chargers are kind of reeling ever since we crowned them a uh, Super Bowl favorite when they were 4-1. They've, yeah, lost, they've lost two, three, in a row. two straight right. games uh, to teams that weren't at the same level, at least we thought of them. I think they get a win against Philly. This is a good get-right game for them, but the fact that they're in the link, that's a tough place to play. Philly's favorite in this game, Tom. They are. F- no, they're not. Chargers minus one and a half. Oh, sorry. But that's not that wide of a margin. Niners Cardinals. This is the one where it's weird. The Niners are favored in this game to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Why is that? Home team. I think Vegas thinks the Niners are better than their record. It's an NFC West matchup again. Rivalry, rivalry game. Same thing as I was talking about. Niners are healthier now. Yeah. I think that Vegas thinks they're not a three and four football team. I think. Look, look, we got to remember who was the betting favorite to win the NFC West all year. San Francisco. So Vegas has been high on them all year. I, th- I don't think they're ready to punt on them just yet, but. Cardinals looking to bounce back in that one after I think they, their... They need to because yeah. now that your one loss in the year is to a team like the Green Bay Packers, I mean, you are no longer the favorite to get that number one seed. It's a log jam right now. Four teams have one loss. The, Bu- or the Bucks got two losses, but the Cowboys have one loss. The Cardinals have one loss. The Packers have one loss, and the Rams have one loss. There's four teams sitting there with one loss right now. It's, it's a log jam, and you got to play that Rams team. You, are, you were the one that gave the Rams team that one loss. They got a chance to get revenge on you, though, mm-hmm. later on in the season. And got a little robbed in the Sunday night game, too, my man. We were supposed yeah, to have yeah. Rams-Titans. That so was the be best King Sunday Henry night. King versus Aaron Donald oh. and Von Miller. It's probably going to be a blowout if you ask I don't me. think so. Yeah, I think so. I, I I think only because I don't think the Tennessee offense can keep up with the, the, with the Rams offense. You don't trust all day? You don't think AP is going to come in there and just start dominating? I don't even know if he's going to be playing. If I he's active he's this time. He's on the time. practice squad. 
He's probably got to get acclimated to the NFL yeah. lifestyle again. He's been off for a while after He hasn't all. played in, what, two years? Rams are favored by seven. I, I think the Titans are going to keep things a little bit closer than I that. That brings us to our triple play. Obviously, we did not do a triple play last week because we were in the locker room with Wolf. So that means our records, if you're trying to do the math and saying, well, you're three games short, no, we're not. We just didn't do it the other week. It was our bye week. Exactly. Well said, Jacob. Jacob's 10-8 and eight on the season. He's been red hot of late. He's been making that record look a lot better. Only one game behind I us. am 11-7. and seven. I'm going to pick first. Because yeah. I'm selfish like you're that. you're afraid. Well, I keep giving you the first pick, and you keep winning, so I want to change no, the juice. No, two weeks ago, you you still went first, and I and I went two and one. Okay. Go ahead. I'm taking the Giants plus three at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. They're a dumpster fire, man. I, the Raiders are? Yes, the Raiders are a dumpster fire. Are you kidding me? Their receiver just killed a woman on a DUI car yeah, crash. Yeah, you know what? Their coach just came under... The exactly. Most we've seen any NFL coach have, and they've still won two in a row. Yeah, pile on another tragedy on top of that. I think they're in trouble here. Going to New York. Oh, because New York, such a tough place to play. They beat the Saints. They can beat teams Not that last week. They can beat teams that have talent. Who did the Saints, who did the Saints play last week, and, wh- and what happened? They played the Buccaneers, and they won. I don't understand how that has anything to do with the fact that I just stated week. that the it Giants beat week. the Saints. Like, well, okay, so the Giants beat a healthier Saints then, a, a better right. Saints. I mean, uh, it doesn't concern me. I it's like more, the Giants. It's more on the Saints than it is on the Giants. I like the Giants plus three, man. I think the Giants Go are going to win that game outright against the Vegas Raiders. I got the Titans plus seven on the road against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Like I said, man, everybody does this. This is a classic gambling thing. No Derrick Henry. Rams are a touchdown favorite. That seems low, right, without any Derrick mm-hmm. Henry? Oh, the Rams are just going to run this thing up. It's going to be an ugly game in L.A. on Sunday Night Football. I got the Titans losing by a field goal, maybe by five, and a weird score, agami esque kind of score. But I got the Titans plus seven. And finally, I know this is a trap. I know Vegas is trapping me on this oh, one. Oh, you're stealing one. I'm taking the Cardinals plus you're two. You're stealing one. That's listen, not fair. But listen, that's, I might be doing you a favor here. because I don't think so. Buddy. I wanted that one. Buddy. A 3-4 and four team being favored by two points. Vegas is trying to put up red lights to you. They think the Niners are going to win this football game. I am going against Vegas, which is terrifying. You should never want to do that. I'm taking the 7-1 and one team, and I'm taking the points that they are getting because wow. that's absurd that they're getting points in my mind. It's, if anything, it should be a pick em kind of game. It should be. I'm taking the Cardinals. Give me the two points. Cardinals win this one outright for me. So I got the Titans plus 7, the Cardinals plus 2, and the Giants plus 3. I'm going all dogs, baby. Finally. Wow. Welcome to my world. I'm not doing this argument with you again. It's just as sketchy and impressive to take favorites as it is to take dogs. Here I go. First game, I'm going Packers plus seven and a half. I think even with Jordan I Love. I love that pick. I was thinking about that pick, I too. I think even with Jordan Love, I the Packers are a better team. Are the Chiefs good enough to beat anybody by more than a touchdown this I don't year? think so. I don't I, either. They barely beat the Giants. Who I picked to beat the Vegas Raiders, baby. Yeah, so I'm going. I, I think that's an easy one for me. I don't know who's going to win that game, but I think it's definitely going to be closer than just a touchdown. Um, What else do I got, Tom? Oh, you left me with such garbage here. I'll go Texas plus five and a half. I don't think either team should be favored by that much. Dolphins aren't anywhere that more impressive to me than the Texans are. Texas plus five and a half with Tyrod Taylor back. Exactly. So that's big. So there you go. And my last one, I'll go with a real shocker here. I'll go 
Browns plus two and a half. Okay. I think the Bengals are going to win that game by a I touchdown. I think so, too, but I think it's, again, with the rivalry game, kind of how you fell into that trap with the Rams or with the uh, Cardinals and the Niners, I think I'm going to do the same thing here. I think the Bengals are kind of playing into a trap here where they think they're the better team, but Cleveland, AFC North rival, anything can happen. I'm going Browns plus 2.5 for my last triple play. So you got the Packers plus seven and a half, you got the Browns plus two and a half, and you got the Texans plus five and a half. That is six underdogs picked between the two of us. We're riding the dogs on week nine in the NFL. Before we wrap things up, Steelers game prediction. Monday at Heinz Field, under the lights, color rush, Steelers, Bears, two-storied franchises. I think it's going to be ugly. I think the Steelers win ugly from here on out, buddy. I think that's their MO. I got the Steelers winning this football game 20 to 10. Wow. I'm going. That covers the spread, by the way. It does. That would also be Mike Tomlin's first win against the Bears. Ever. Coaching tenure. Which is wild. Crazy. The Bears are 19-7-1 against the Steelers. One of the rare franchises that has the Steelers number. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Steelers get the job done. I do, too. I don't think it's going to be as close as a 10-point game. I think it's going to be even bigger. I'm going Steelers. Well, okay, so here's the thing, Tom. Before I, I give my score, if Chris Boswell doesn't play, are we going to see like a weird score like 25 or something? 19 or something? I think that's why you, it's called a prediction, Jacob. you got to decide that for yourself. I say Boswell plays, and it doesn't matter. I got the Steelers 28 28 to seven. It's a lot of points for the Steelers' offense. I'd love to see that score happen. I'd love, to, to I'd love to see the, uh, I'd love to see them get a win with some style points too. Jacob, you were talking about Boswell though. It's important to remember, it won't be like last week. At least they'll have some sort of a kicker. Right, they game. have a kicker. They'll have Josh Lambeau at the very least. So 28 so. to seven. 28 so to seven for I'm Jacob. My score, even though they have the kicker. 20 to 10 for myself. Uh, both think the Steelers get a win and go to five and three. Both think the Steelers are going to cover that spread. That'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. Thanks as always for giving us a listen. Enjoy Monday Night Football this week, Steelers and Bears, and we will recap everything next week here on the Steelers Standard.